0: Hey everyone, Darren here, your host of Master of Summer podcast about health and fitness served up as a metaphor for life. And while we don't believe in New Year's resolutions, we know some of you might out there. So we actually ended up just rehashing or republishing and throwing out to you guys a throwback of our first episode, Good Goals or Good Objectives. It's a great place to start if you were into the new year, new you mentality. It's also a cool refresher as the first episode really sets the foundation for who and what we are trying to do with Master of Some Podcast. Feel free to follow us and listen on Spotify. And if you use Apple Podcasts, please rate, comment, and subscribe when you get a chance. And for us to reach as many people as possible, similar to yourself, if you're liking what you hear, flick a link to a friend. Any link is fine uh, for them to listen to. That would be really, really cool. We appreciate the love and support from you and have a lot of cool stuff in store for the new year and beyond. Peace. All right, we're here. Master of Some Episode 0 unofficially Episode 1 on iTunes Stitcher or wherever you get your your podcast, your whatever podcatchers you have. Right now you're hearing the sounds of Darren Lake, myself, and we've got Phil Cross. Hello. He's obviously English. I'm obviously American. We met via my girlfriend, and the fact that you are a frugal dude, and she was flicking out some free stuff on Bicycle Market, which is a <laughs> a huge marketplace on Facebook. We, we met via me being a cheapskate, a cheap, yeah, cheap, a cheap, no, cheap Northern Englishman. Frugal. I am. I am the frugalist. <laughs> <laughs> I am the most frugal, also, and borderline cheap. And, yeah, she was um, just giving away some free stuff, and you picked it up. And I remember I went, oh, that dude's cool. And then she ended up riding with you a couple times with the, the triathlon group that she was a part of. And she said, uh, Phil, you know, you were coaching that group. And she said Phil ran it very well. He was very vocal, very clear. And <laughs> I went, this dude's cool. And then we finally got to meet, and yeah. we ended up talking the whole damn wedding, which was kind of cool and kind of of, rude but kind of disrespectful yeah, yeah but whatever that's how we roll so so yeah this this podcast um as i told you early on it's about a lot of different shit but it all comes back down to the core which is fitness and health and it's basically a big meta analogy of sorts of how we live our life the ethos and fundamentals and philosophies that we have And they all can basically be related to training for an event or doing an event or, you know, going through an event that that has an endurance element to an an active, athletic, competitive type element to it. Yeah. Well, I think with a with an
1: awareness and um, an understanding that any athletic endeavor that we go through doesn't happen in a vacuum. It doesn't happen in isolation. It happens as part of as part of life. um, And that, you know how we live uh the the beliefs we hold the attitudes we hold the relationships we have all all play heavily into into our into our performance as well from an athletic standpoint so it's uh it's going to go in some going to go in some interesting directions um yeah i'm looking forward to it mate
0: yeah same and uh, funny enough you know we we this first episode is about goal setting or as i like to say objective setting but the way everyone lives their life, and the way that the the people that we look up to, and the people that you know we strive to be, they all set proper objectives. They're they're clear in their objectives. They're also, you know, very schedule and and plan focused and oriented. And it's not magic, you no. know. Like a lot of people, they not look the secret. At, yeah, they <laughs> they they look at successful people and go, "Oh, you got lucky." Etc. Etc. And if you're listening, if you're hanging on to this, I'm pretty sure you don't fully subscribe to that. You know that there is there's a bit more grit and and you know elbow grease that goes into being successful. And it really is the day in and day out. It's the Tuesdays. It's the Wednesdays. It's the 10 a.m.s. It's not the awesome Saturday parties. It's that's an analogy, by the way. It, It is it is just waking up doing the same thing day in and day out and really knowing what you're doing and why you're doing it and having a strong why which we'll get to but before we we jump into goal setting because this is a podcast about objective goal setting but this first podcast is about objective goal setting which becomes super meta like an exhibit <laughs> meme and it's, it's meta on
1: meta it's meta on meta
0: and then learning there's the meta side of learning
1: yeah and goal setting being a being a meta skill and you know anything anything you want to strive towards anything you want to achieve any objectives or, or 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 you know ambitions you have in life uh systems processes uh and a and a strong ethos around setting goals keeping yourself accountable and following up is is going to be fundamental to to making that happen so um Going back to the the theme of master of some or one of the themes of master of some, if you're trying to master something, then th- this is a this is a foundational skill. It's a meta skill that applies across all areas of life. So, yep, it's meta on meta on meta with a side of meta.
0: <laughs> it's, I just keep thinking of exhibit memes. It's like, yo, dog, I heard you like meta. when sergeant meta, so I'm gonna give you some meta. I, I just ruined it. <laughs> I actually, if this was a video, I would you know put it up on the screen right now and yeah yeah. yeah, i'd I'd get my exhibit meme maker so yeah so phil phil cross actually a little bit of background for him you're going to find out probably a lot from us if you hang on to this journey our goal is to do 10 episodes and then if we don't hate each other afterwards we'll go from there so you know we have an objective of of a quantifiable objective of 10 episodes with no knife (laughs) fights phil Phil Cross is obviously originally from England, the London town, as Americans like to say. I know London is a city, but. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's stupid, Americans. Let us us be stupid. (laughs) We have no geographical sense. He made his way here uh, about the same time as me, six years ago. He has an endurance athletic background, huge. This dude finished in the mid nine hours in an Ironman. If you've never done an Ironman, that's extremely fast. My fastest was 10:45, uh, 10:51 officially, 10:45 uh, unofficial. So Phil Cross is a better endurance athlete than me. I, I give props where they do. I'm gonna I'm gonna argue modestly on that <laughs> one, but we'll we'll save that for now. You go lo- you go long and hard, much much better than me. Phil is also a development, performance, and technology coach. On the mindset side of things, again, we'll get deep into this, but I just had to give you a you know a bit of top line to let you know who we are, because you might be like, "Who the fuck are you?" You know, and, and it's cool, you know we we've achieved some cool things in, in life, and we like to share that with you. We're trying to achieve a whole lot more, so yeah, if you keep listening, you'll you'll find out more. Yeah, and
1: uh, Mr. Darren Lake, ARIA award-winning uh, musician, um, producer. Um, general audio file. All of the uh, the fancy podcasting equipment we're recording on now is uh, is, is his marvelous setup. Um Deep thinker on culture, technology, um, and society in general. I, you know, one of the reasons we're doing this is because every time we get together, it, it, the, the conversation is just endless and seems to flow. So I think I think you know that speaks to that speaks to a lot of the interesting ideas this man has. Um, and uh, and a killer endurance athlete himself. You know, started uh, out more on the kind of basketball and, and, and track side of things um, like at college, and then uh, you know I'm going to say graduated to endurance sport. Because of my personal bias, um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's uh, it's going to be a fun ride.
0: All right, Phil. So, give me a bit of the background on how you view goal setting. Sure, we've already touched on goal setting
1: being a being a meta skill, a skill that applies across um, many aspects of life, and I think. There's a, there's a stat I like that come fr- comes from uh, the Tony Robbins Research Institute. Um, I'm not sure how, how well this stat was validated um, or the accuracy of the actual number, but I, I really like the sentiment, so I'm going to spout it anyway. Um, 95% of people out there are attentional. So they will, they will drift through life paying attention to whatever is um, cropping up for them at any given moment um not really choosing not really choosing where to go what to do and and these are the people that find themselves in you know jobs that they didn't necessarily pick with partners that they didn't necessarily select um doing things that they don't really like the other 5% are intentional they set a direction they set course and they they know where they want to go and they set systems and processes um in order to in order to get there so that's a kind of why of goal setting um the intentionality in the setting course as opposed to being attentional to uh, to the world um there's also you know an aspect of setting a setting a powerful why behind uh, between behind your goals I think a lot of people don't really dig into their motivation to com- Uh, to create compelling goals for themselves you know they 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 set something to do and i I see this with some of the athletes i coach quite a lot they'll sign up to a race um because of well fomo you know a bunch of other people are doing it so they'll do it themselves and then they wonder why they're not motivated to get out of bed in the morning and do the training and uh, and do the work and that's because well they didn't think about why so some very simple techniques in terms of uh, what you can do to draw out your why. Um, one I really like. Uh, I think originally came from the Toyota Research Institute in Japan, but the Five Whys techniques. So, um, asking yourself in a pedantic fashion, like a child, uh, why five times. So I, I-, I- could hear like, it. It's
0: like why, yeah, why, yeah, <laughs> why. <laughs> why do you want to do an Iron Man?
1: Well, I, I want to finish. Okay. Well, why, why do you want to finish? Well, you know, if I finish, it says something about me you know as an athlete okay what, you know why is that important because uh, you know I want to be I want to be tough and usually if you dig deep enough it all gets down to love it's like I want to be loved <laughs> I want to be loved by everyone <laughs> isn't but,
0: this uh, the pyramid um, Maslow's uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. yeah well, I guess it could play
1: into it a little bit but yeah it, it's just it, it's getting to a compelling reason for people or finding out there's no compelling reason and uh, and chucking the goal you know, if if you it if would you start chucking like getting abandoned, rid of- yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, just, yeah. just sorry, abandon.
0: there uh, there might be a couple of American listeners. That yeah, all oh, good. What yeah. the fuck does chuck mean? We chuck the goal now, uh,
1: <laughs> just just abandoning the goal. Like you know, if it's if it's not compelling to you, then then why why do it? So yeah, um, and then uh, you know, there's a lot we could say on this. There's um, <sighs> there's setting setting goals and and being aware of the difference between behavioral goals versus outcome goals um, and i think if people take nothing else away from this the, the difference here is absolutely key so a behavioral goal um, is something you control it's something you can do every day and th- this comes down to the fundamental realization that the only thing we control as human beings is what we think what we feel what we say and what we do everything else is ostensibly out of our control so What's you, an
0: example of a behavioural goal? Like a quick so, example.
1: Yeah, for sure. So a behavioural goal could be: um, I'm going to make sure I um, attend all my training sessions in a particular week, or I'm going to make sure my nutrition looks like looks a certain way, or I'm going to make sure I do my foam rolling and stretching every night. So mm-hmm. those are behavioural goals. Those are something that are you know, bar illness and injury and things like that. Those are those are things that are within your power to do. Mm-hmm. Um, a, an outcome goal is. Um, sometimes not in your power so I want to go sub 10 on an Ironman, okay great you you can maximise your chances of doing that with behavioural goals and, and I'm not saying don't have outcome goals but be aware that you don't always control them so the weather, the the conditions, are, you know mechanical on the bike, these are all things that can derail that and through no fault of your own you won't have achieved it but you'll have put in the work, you'll have put in the the hours, you'll have exhibited the kind of uh, behaviors and and character it takes to to get there. And I think that in and of itself is worthy of of celebrating and acknowledging. I see a lot of people hanging a lot on outcome goals that they don't control and causing themselves a lot of stress and anxiety um, when they don't uh, materialize. Another great example is, you know, if you want to get uh, this is health and fitness but if you want to say get a get a promotion at work that's not in your power to control that's that's in you know your boss or decision makers uh hands whether whether you get that promotion or not so you can do all the right things you can you can work your ass off but um if you're hanging everything and you're hanging your self-worth and um and and your um you know your 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 belief that you're a worthy human being um on the fact that you achieve or don't achieve that goal, then uh that's probably not the most psychologically healthy thing going forward. So uh, those are some of the core tenants. It's it's the it's the why, it's the 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 kind of how you view the goal, the lens through which you view it. Um and then uh, I think something we could dig into and I know you've got some thoughts on this, Darren, the this kind of systems and processes to keep yourself um keep yourself accountable and, and keep yourself um on track to 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 achieving it.
0: Thank you. That was very thorough and it was clear. thorough. There was a
1: lot of detail there, right?
0: No, that's, that's that's what this is about. It's the master of some. Like we're trying to you know, we're we're a jack of all trades and master of some. We are not a master of none. There's a there's a few things that I know I've mastered in my life and there's a few more that I want to master. I'm not trying to be the master of one. I'm trying to be the master of a couple of things. Of some. You know?
1: So Darren, tell me a
0: little bit about your goal setting ethos goal setting is the ubiquitous term everyone knows what it means i actually personally like to say objective setting the reason being is because an objective is the umbrella the objective is the the first order hierarchy i guess um in tim ferris talk tim, Sp- tim ferris speech which you will hear a lot of reference to tim ferris through the next 10 episodes oh yeah so I look at an objective as I, I try to, and it's not always possible, but I try to come up with a one or two sentence quantifiable statement. And an example would be, so in four or five days, I'm doing a triathlon. And I would like to better my Olympic distance triathlon time from two years ago by 3%. That's that's actually I try to make it as simple as fucking possible. Yep. That is the objective. Now, I then work backwards from there, so that's my if I was writing a story, that would be my conclusion or my end of story, my fairy tale ending whatever. And then I work backwards and I go, cool. So I've got what 12 weeks ago I started training for this proper, you know, intensity training. I said, "All right, what are my milestones? Every month I need to hit a certain time trial." So obviously triathlon is swim, bike, run. So in swim, I said I need to do a sub nine minute 500 meter time trial, which today I finally did it. 857. Well, congratulations. Yes. But I also swim very little. The goal is to swim the least. So I'm a, I'm a very much a less is more person. Be more with less. And the goal is to swim the least amount possible and get faster because swimming, if you do triathlon, you know, it's anywhere from 13 to 16 percent time duration wise in a triathlon so i actually try to mimic my training around how much time i do in the race again working backwards next it was the bike and my goal based on my ftp which you know most people that listen to this that are hanging on know ftp is your functional threshold power it's basically the amount of power you could sustain if you did a 60 minute time trial race so flogging yourself going all out 60 minutes and Uh, I want to hold 95% of my FTP, which would be about 270-280 watts-ish for an hour, which is pretty fucking epic, and I did that in my training. And then the next goal is to do about a 40-41 minute 10K. In my head, I want to do faster than that, but I'm telling everyone publicly that I want to do a 40-41 minute 10K, which is the run part, and... All my training mimics that. So every month I do some sort of time trial. That is my milestone. And then every week are my goals. And then I have even daily goals. It becomes micro goals. So every day I have the same exact, you know, oh sorry, every day of the week, I usually follow the same structure. There you have it. Many goals equal one milestone. Many milestones equal an objective. So that's the modular form of it. So there, there we go. We got the vocabulary kind of sorted. So I'm going to refer to goal setting as Objective setting, but it's basically objectives are just a whole bunch of goals. Now, I feel without proper objective setting, we are just going on feelings. and a great example of this is a few people that I know they start training or they you know they finish training, whatever and they go. I feel stronger or I felt stronger last year. And I go, cool. Have you done a time trial? And they're like, Oh no, no, no. I'm like, well, what's your FTP? And Oh, well, I just feel, well, your feelings are fucking bullshit. Like your feelings are absolute <laughs> bullshit. Yep. And I, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm going to bring it back. You know, Darren likes to get hyped. Yes. I talked about myself in the third person. I do that because I'm slightly crazy, but my, my issue with the feelings is that everyone feels a certain way. And the data and the analytics, and, the, the, you know, it's not science, but it is kind of science will tell you. And most people, if you do a fucking time trial, beginning of the season, middle of the season, end of the season, you're always within three to five percent of where you were, plus or minus. Yeah. So you actually haven't gotten slower. Like five percent is a sh- it looks like a shitload, but that's actually not that much. Like nope. and that could be what were you saying? That could be you not being fresh that day. That could oh. be a host of live things. You just having a good day. It could be the wind behind you because... Temperature, hydration. Exactly. So, the sleep you had... So, if you're time trialing and you, you know, you're know you not losing more than... I, I, if you go more than 5%, you get an 8% loss or gains, then something's wrong at that point. Like, either you had a really, really good day, which means you, you have been actually under training, or you had a really shitty day, which means you should actually look at what's happening. And that, again, falls into milestones. So, your feelings... They, they just get wiped out. I also personally think objectives should be quantifiable based on a few things. One previous experience, so when you come up with your objective, that's kind of the story, the ending of a story, you should base it off of what you did before or something close to it. So I've done a few Olympic district triathlons. Before I did an Olympic, I did a sprint. Before I did sprint, I did a duathlons. Before I did a duathlons, I ran a half marathon. I ran 10K. Like, I base all my times off of kind of sort of what i've done. And you should also base it a bit off ambition. You should be slightly ambitious. What's that saying? The saying is if you can achieve it easily then it's not a worthy goal. It's it's yeah. too easy of a goal. If you if you're getting your objective, you're hitting your objective, you're hitting your milestones and your goals too easy, then it wasn't ambitious enough. Or on the back end if you're never achieving your goals on your, you know your daily, weekly my and, and then your monthly milestones then it actually was too ambitious so you want to be in the point where i, I feel like it's it's a 50 50 like every yep. every other race you get it the next race you don't yeah because then you're really pushing yourself if you make it too easy it's, it's not fun it's like it's like games if the game's too easy it's not fun if it's too hard it's not fun you got to find that middle area where it's kind of kind of easy kind of hard yeah
1: you know? the same thing with a, with a sparring partner or somebody you play any, any sport competitively against if you trance them every single time it's no fun for you and it becomes no fun for them like, yeah. you, you want to be
0: like you say you want to win half the time lose half the time you want it to be a battle yeah exactly so so yeah so it's experience ambition a bit of research or in my case a lot of research and I know Phil is big on research and you find out new tactics based on your research and your ambition new training methods etc cetera, etc cetera, and you know you, you lay down your schedule and your plan so that's that's where you get your quantifiable, you know, objective statement. I feel that's it's, it's all Darren. This is all Darren logic right now. And you know, Phil, if you can add anything to that,
1: yeah, I mean, Darren logic's good, man. The, uh, a couple of things to kind of build on there, and to to use some kind of parlance from um, from the world of like agile and and software development. Oh yeah, I know this <laughs> very well because we just need to throw this in. but, <laughs> but the idea of leading and lagging indicators. So a leading indicator is something you can measure now, which indicates that your chances of, of succeeding or chances of achieving your, your lagging indicator. So a leading indicator might be um, increases in your, uh, in your FTP. So if you're testing your FTP on a, on a, on a monthly basis and you're seeing improvements, that's a leading indicator that during your race, you'll be able to achieve your, um, your power goal. So, you know, if you if you know you uh, you know your wattage, and you know you, for an Ironman, you want to race at two hundred two hundred and thirty watts for for the Ironman bike leg. Jesus,
0: who's doing that? I do that. I do oh that. wait, you weigh more than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was
1: gonna say what, what's per kilo, man. I'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a big dude. um well, I'm not that big, but. Um, but the uh, the the lag the leading indicator there would be would be your in, increases in FTP on a monthly basis. So exactly what you said, it's like are you have you got something quantifiable that isn't just I feel stronger that you can test and measure on a on a monthly basis. Um, I also wanted to throw up uh, another another model around goals being well formed. So this is based on um, on the on the work of kind of Michael Michael Hall, who's one of the, uh, the pioneers of neurolinguistic programming and. He's got a a system for kind of um, helping to set goals called the Well-Formed Outcome. Um, The Well-Formed Outcome is a bit of a beast and and it's a a lot of questions. And if you really want to dig into the, you know the 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 why's and the how's of a goal it's a it's a fantastic methodology if you just throw that in the internet you'll you'll find it but the uh the power model um is uh is a is a simplified version of that that i think we can we can dig into real briefly here so power um p stands for positively expressed so is your goal positively expressed so instead of I don't want to suck at the race. It's I want to kill the race. You know, instead of I don't want to pass the test. It's I want to I I don't want to fail the test. It's I want to pass the test. So it's a positively expressed goal. It's towards motivation, not away from motivation.
0: This that I, I call that playing to win. So Michael Jordan, I'm going to go to basketball analogies and kind of dumb it down. Michael Jordan, he said every shot he took, he knew it was going in. Yep. So if you guys want to know with basketball, if you don't know about basketball, shooting 45% from the field is is pretty good. 50%, you're like an elite. I think the, the best f- field goal percentage, which is just shooting anywhere, is like 55%. Shooting above 30% from the three-point line is phenomenal. That means that mo- the best shooters are missing more than they're making it. Yeah. But Michael Jordan said every time the ball left my hand, it was fucking going in. Like it was already going in, in his head. Yeah. So he was playing to win. And then I tell people, I'm always telling myself this. I actually told you this earlier today. I was like, I am not actually I didn't tell you this. I told my girlfriend this. <laughs> I said I'm glad that you you're confusing me with not it. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> I said, I am not. Sorry, I am playing to win. I'm not playing not to lose. Yep. Which, exactly. when you play not to lose, it's hard to explain this, but when you play not to lose, you're thinking of ways of how to mitigate and and make sure that you don't fail the worst. like yep. And it actually, you, you stop taking the big risks. Yep. And you don't take the big shots, and you're scared, and you're trembling when you shoot the ball. Yep. And therefore, your chances are going to go down versus having that, like, I'm going to fucking crush this shit feeling. Yep. And emotion, and then you end up performing because your brain is is a direct, you know, indicator or a direct influencer of your body. And this is a whole nother discussion. We might go down the rabbit hole of this for an, an, a later date. Oh, we, we
1: we will indeed. But that that mind body connection, that that uh, you know, your focus, your language, and your physiology all being congruent to achieving, you know, putting yourself in a peak state to achieve something is. It's definitely something we can get into, but mate, I couldn't have said it better myself and Michael Jordan's cooler than Michael Hall. Sorry, Michael Hall, um, <laughs> if you're listening. So the second element there is O um, and that's outcome. Do you own the outcome? Do you have control over achieving the goal or not achieving the goal? Is it dependent on somebody else doing something? So that's O. Um, w is what so what does success look like this goes back to a lot of what you were saying Darren which is you know do you have quantifiable metrics and measures do you have a success criteria for what the goal looks like when you achieve it will you know success when it uh, when it comes or doesn't Um, e and this is the one people I think just just uh, don't pay enough attention to but is ecology so does the goal sit within um the context of your life um well will trying to achieve this goal destroy your relationships will it cause you to lose your job like (laughs) i'm speaking to you ironman athletes like a lot of people don't realize the commitment that some of their goals um, legitimately take and, and get real with themselves about the sacrifices that are required for other parts of their lives. And if you're cool with that, that, that's awesome. If there are no sacrifices, that's awesome. But if there are real sacrifices and you're honest with yourself about that, then that's something you very much need to take into account. Um, and the last one, R, is just resources. You know, do you have the resources to achieve this goal? If, if, you know, if it's going to take $20,000 worth of investment in, in tests and training and learning and whatever to, to achieve it and you, and you don't have two cents to rub together, then probably find a new goal. So the, just going through that model is a really nice way of kind of checking in with yourself that, that it's going to work for you in the context of your life.
0: Alright, we're moving on to the one of the last segments, which is my favorite, where I'll play red team. And I'm gonna be an asshole. I'm gonna be the antagonistic dickhead that listens to this podcast and just starts hating. H Just hating. <laughs> just just throwing shade at everything right now. Yeah. And you we know, know you're out there. We see you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool. You know, haters are our motivators, so yeah. it's all good. But the first thing, you know, most people would say is objective setting is too hard. How do I keep motivated to keep objective setting? Which is counterproductive, but I've heard this from people. What, what yeah. would be your answer to that? Well, I mean,
1: what's your experience with it? Have you tried it? Like, like how much experience have you had with objective
0: setting? What, what came up for you that made it hard? I like that. I like that. All right, here's another one. Why do I need to track all of this shit? I, I, I hate the metrics. I hate the analytics. I hate technology. It's too much. It takes the fun out of things. It's not natural.
1: Okay. If it's not natural, you know, how's not tracking it working out for you? <laughs> if, chances, are, chances are anyone who's looking to, to, to set a goal or reset a goal for something they want to achieve, if they're resetting a goal, it means they didn't achieve it the first time. So if they didn't achieve it through not looking at data, not tracking anything, not not keeping themselves accountable, and looking at measures and metrics, then okay, like how did that work out for you? Maybe it's time to time to try something different.
0: I, I'm I'm not the I'm not like the real hater. I'm just no no you, no no. You're no speaking I, so like like harshly. At I'm me just right projecting now. real hater on you.
1: <laughs> but 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 you know uh, the um. If it if it means, and I guess the cost benefit analysis there is, if it genuinely sucks the fun out of something for you, how does achieving the goal stack up against the, the the enjoyment of the journey for getting there? Is the is the end is the end result more important to you than the fun of the journey? If the fun of the journey is why you're doing it, then don't track anything. Fuck it, <laughs> you
0: know, just 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 do the activity, have fun, and, and rock on. You do you. Phil Cross, everyone. That, that right there, <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. That's exactly what, what I think. I'm actually going to say my, my kind of rebuttals to the hater, to myself, uh, after this. So this, this is kind of one of the last ones. I'm not an organized person. This all seems too much, and I'll get frustrated with all the particulars early on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- uh. Like what? Like that's that's kind of like is that that fall under the the other one?
1: Yeah, it, it's what's more frustrating is, is is the the not achieving the goal again. If if it's if it's a resetting of the goal, if they've frustrated themselves with this before, is it is it more frustrating to 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 to, to not achieve the goal, or is it or is it more frustrating to? perhaps do something that's unnatural or or not palatable. Most people get frustrated with not hitting the metrics and I think the frames and the beliefs and 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 the um you know the lens through which they they look at maybe not hitting a, a benchmark or not improving month on month um is is problematic to a lot of people achieving the goal. You know, I see a lot of people not wanting to do say you know a time trial like a monthly time trial because they don't feel fresh that month. It's like, dude, it's just a snapshot of where you are right now it doesn't doesn't matter you don't have to p b everything but that's a that's a frame a lot of people carry through to this stuff so um it's not it's not just the measures and metrics but having to think about what your beliefs and your frames around them are as well
0: that's interesting uh, you know i that's interesting that you don't have to p b and I guess that goes back to my earlier comment on the whole like Oh, I felt like shit, and that could be two percent off. Like you don't know because you didn't know what you did last month. Absolutely. So you know, like you said, you don't have to be fresh. It's just hammer out the time trial, see if you're you're getting these these one two percent gains, these incremental gains. I guess my my whole my rebuttal to this would be, like you said, if it's not if it's not the fun that you want, but you like hitting those targets and those those KPIs of sorts. Yeah then yeah you should be tracking this shit and you know we have all the technology like there's so many easy ways of doing it like you actually don't have to write in a notebook anymore you've got Strava you got all those other I just just use Strava but there's Garmin Connect because you most likely have a Garmin. Training Peaks. Training Peaks there's so many ways to do it so easy and you actually don't have to look at your data you can actually like kind of skim over it every every week or every two weeks and kind of look at the, the the top line or the, the bullet points of things. So what what would you say, this is kind of a an actionable task that could pivot to, to our, our closing statement. What would you say are some actionable tasks to get someone that that's thinking about goal setting, objective setting, that wants to do it and doesn't know how to get started, and or the hater out there, the shade thrower. Yeah, like that's just like fuck this shit. Like what's an actionable task? um firstly to the shade thrower and the hater
1: there's plenty of other podcasts good luck with yourself
0: (laughs) make sure you subscribe and rate and comment though before you leave give us give us five stars on
1: itunes and then fuck off um no we love you all um the to the person who doesn't know uh, where to start and and who's maybe feeling a bit overwhelmed right now um for me i'd suggest with the the five whys just to get clear on your motivation about something you want to achieve have a have a session with yourself write down your goal ask yourself why as many times as it takes to get to you know, five's just a ballpark figure, but as many times as it takes to get to the edge of your map, you know, to to, to where you're like, literally, I can't think of another reason beyond this. Um, and then, is that compelling enough to 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 motivate you to 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 run hard at that goal? And I think that's step number one. Um, the systems and the processes. There's a lot of different ways um, people operate and, and, and get motivated. Um, find out what works for you. You know, some people are all or nothing. You know, they're they abstainers. They can, you know, they can't moderate themselves. They, you know, if I'm giving up chocolate, there has to be no chocolate in the house. Whereas the other people are like, you know, I can have one square of chocolate. Kind of kind of people. That, that's that's the, me. Yeah, I'm the I'm the I'm the no chocolate <laughs> in the house. If I if I'm giving it up.
0: But what about 99% dark chocolate though? Yes, yeah, why I don't give it up. <laughs> it's like two percent. It's, it's got the, like t- sorry, two grams of like carbs in it, man. Oh, like, I don't. I don't give up chocolate. Chocolate a health food. Yeah, good, good a, chocolate. Like yeah, they the that ninety nine percent. Yeah. Exactly. By the way, you gotta tell me where the hell you got that from because I looked at my grocery store. They didn't have it. They had the okay. brand, but they didn't have that ninety nine percent. They had uh, seventy eight. I think was the highest. They, they sell it at the Harris Farm.
1: Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, All right. So, sorry, guys. That was a side rant. Yeah, yeah. Side quality podcasting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just start there. Just start there. Um, and then, and then, you know, if you don't know how you work, you don't know how best you operate. You don't know what motivates you. Experiment with stuff. Um, and and the, the the fundamental question to ask yourself, you know, at your check-ins is, how's that working for you? So how is your strategy that week working for you? Whatever your strategy is, whether it's numbers, whether it's feelings, whether it's whatever, like set yourself a goal that's motivating, have a weekly check-in for yourself, have some kind of measure of success for that week and ask yourself, how's that working? And you know what? If it's not, change your approach.
0: So we're going to wrap that up. I'm feeling pretty good. How are you feeling about that one? I'm feeling great, man.
1: That was that was some good conversation. I cool. like
0: it. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've been talking about this for a while, so it's it's nice to actually get one done. And we're gonna be really transparent about everything. So this was a goal setting, objective setting episode, which is you know the foundation of who we are. And we're gonna be really transparent about what we're trying to do with this. So this Master of Some podcast, we have ten episodes. That's our goal. That's it. We're gonna you know easy wins. Yep. And it's we have never done ten episodes of a podcast together, so that alone is ambitious. But mm-hmm. rather than saying we're gonna do this for the rest of our lives, that that's that's too ambitious because life happens. So we we want you to know about all the the shitty side of things. We want you to know that you know we're trying to grow this, and and you can speak a bit more on that, Phil.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So ten episodes—that's the experiment. Um, you know, some of the throwing it back to the goal setting uh you know the goal setting frameworks we've got those uh we've got those leading indicators so we want to see um, some growth in audience. We want to see some positive engagement. We're going to be looking at you know what you guys think of us in terms of rating and reviewing. We, at the end of the day, we're not just doing this to hear ourselves talk. We could sit here on our own and have a have a perfectly lovely conversation and and have a good old time and enjoy ourselves. We want to add some value to the world. We want to add some value to you guys. And you know what? If if that's not happening, then um, you know then then something's not working, and we need to we need to hard pivot and do something. else Else. So um, feedback ratings, reviews, comments, we're we're hungry for it because that's how we're gonna know if we're on track for, for our goal.
0: Cool. Um I I'm actually gonna just jump in and you know kind of speak out of turn here. So everyone out there, like we, we've got you know personal objectives. My personal objective is fitness related. Uh obviously I wanna better my triathlon times, my running times. I'm going into the running season after this triathlon, which is our winter to summer in America, which is basically May to September. And I've got a couple of running goals that you'll find out about. I got some social goals that I want, obviously financial goals. I, I want to be financially independent, retire early, which is fire, which is a whole other conversation that I'm yep. excited to jump into. But with all of this, you're going to find out that you don't have to be the best at everything to get value out of something i came into a lot of things in my mid-20s with a, if i can't be the best what the fuck is the point of doing it and that's actually a really bullshit way of living your life you can do stuff and get a lot of value out of things and be mediocre or be slightly above average and that's that's where the whole master of of some some comes from you know you can be a jack of all trades and be a master of some and you, could, you can master three, four things in your lifetime, in your adult working lifetime, and, and you know, really have a lot to show for it and, and be this kind of. Polymath? Boom, which is a whole other thing that we could talk about. So we're going we're gonna to flick it out to, to you guys out there, the, 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 the thousands of listeners that are out there <laughs> on the first episode. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to play to win, play to win, play not to lose. What are your goals out there? Like what? What are your blockers? I'd like to hear from you. Obviously, this isn't a live podcast, so we can't get callers in. But you know, you can subscribe, you can rate, you can comment, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever the hell you want, and tell us what you're trying to do. If you want to record something, um, your mobile phone has a has a voice recorder. Record something, upload it. You know, we love to play it if if it if it works and and you know it really resonates with us. So yeah, let's keep this a two-way conversation. Let's yep. do something that I haven't heard too many podcasts do. They're always one-way conversations. Let's hear from you, motherfuckers out there. I I I, I cuss a lot or swear, as you say here. um How dare you? Sorry. How dare you? <laughs> so yeah, if if I offend you guys, I apologize. But that's who I am, and I I, I have colorful language. So yeah, do you have anything to add to that? No, but
1: uh, agree, man. We we. You know, bringing our bringing our authentic selves to this podcast, we're gonna fucking cuss from time to time. So that know. sounded kind
0: of forced. Like the it
1: did, it did. It was like Sorry. you were trying to like, like yeah, the, the fucking, it like, did, yeah, it did.
0: Maybe it's because you have like a English accent. It's a like, fucking cuss, Mike. That's exactly
1: what I sound like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that, I just busted yeah. out of Northern <laughs> Territory, crocodile Dundee accent. I have no idea <laughs> what that was. It's
1: not where my it's not what my people sound like. Um <laughs> Um no no i've I've got nothing much to add to that like you say the two-way conversation is is where we want to take this we want to hear from we want to hear
0: from you absolutely cool all right well stay tuned for the next episode when that drops we won't give you any expectations (laughs) soon very shortly thanks everyone Thanks again for listening. And like we've been saying throughout, we really want this to be a two-way conversation. So please make sure to rate, subscribe, comment, hit us up on social media, throw questions at us, comment, show ideas, whatever you might have. Again, we want to hear it all. See or hear, (laughs) get it, you all on the second episode of Master of Some. Peace.